Welcome to the happiest pod on earth on the Geek Therapy Network. This is Geek Therapy's Disney podcast. Woo! Woo! My name is Osama Cardona. With me is Laura Taylor. Hey! And finally, finally, we get to talk about The Lion King. We've been trying to talk about The Lion King for a while. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. And so, so we're talking about the... Live action, not actually live action, right, actually the, CG. The quotation marks, <laughs> asterisks. It's got one live back shot, right? That's Somewhere, yeah. I never yeah. found out which one it was. I couldn't pick it out from the from the theater. And I never looked up what it was. That would have been good to do. But this is very much a, a, a reaction and reflection, and then kind of comparing it to, to the original two. And I'm glad we're doing it like a little like this isn't opening weekend. This is a little uh, farther removed. And so Lion King was my favorite Disney movie for years until Moana came out. And I believe the the original Lion King is still your favorite movie. Oh, absolutely. Still my favorite. Like favorite Disney movie or favorite movie? Favorite Disney movie. Okay. Also, like Frozen almost got up there. Like it's pretty up there. But but. Lion King. Lion King is it. So yeah. why? Why is the original? Um, so Lion King came out. It was the last Disney movie that I saw with my mom before she died. Uh, oh. I think that has a lot to do with it. I mean, the yeah. songs are great and catchy, and I love the story, and I love the way it's drawn. There's something about the aesthetic that I love. Um, but it was the last Disney movie my mom saw. And also I remember, um, we used to go to Disneyland like every year, like all the time. And the Lion King parade is the best Disney parade I have ever seen other than the electric light parade. Okay. But the best daytime parade that they've had. And my mom waited because she couldn't walk around. She was a little bit immobile. Her knee hurt and she couldn't do all the running around she sat for four hours waiting on the parade route and saved us seats for the very first lion king parade accessible to the public in the front so that i could sit there and watch it and be excited and have the people like right up there in my face when they were doing all their dance moves and choreography and it was the coolest experience so, uh, how um, long yeah. after the movie was that? Um, that was that summer. Okay, I think. Gotcha. And I mean, I was, I was, was I ten? Ten. I think okay. I was ten. Ten, almost eleven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, huh. it was. It was, or maybe eleven. Wait, came out. Yeah. I was 10 or 11, (laughs) and it's hard to remember timelines of things, but I do remember, I think the parade came out after the movie, and I had, I had all the Lion King stuff, like I bought, remember (laughs) buying, we went to Disneyland, I bought all the plush animals, right, I, and we stayed in the Disneyland hotel, and so I would leave my stuffed animals out on the bed, and housekeeping, like, made, I had made pillows into pride rock on on the bed and they made a scene for me every day with my stuffed animals on pride rock what yeah (laughs) these are the things that i remember and most of my memories like that 
surround Lion King rather than other movies. But like Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, Lion King, that's like the golden age. Like that is like prime Disney time. At least for people our age. <laughs> yeah. 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 Man. Okay. Okay. So so then also obviously the movie has to do with the death of a parent. Yes. And like, that how much is, does that have to do with it? That has a lot to do this, do with it. I had not as much of a hard time with that scene the first time I saw it because my mom was still around. Yeah. Uh, I still really connect with that. Um, they put um, in the different shows like World of Color where they um, have the they spray the water up on on in California Adventure on the big lagoon they have and like project stuff on there and then there's lights and colors everywhere part of it they have like this time in the music that's kind of sad and pulls on your strings and i remember um the lion king stuff happening and it would have the the really fast like music when the the wildebeest are coming down and then the music when uh simba's dealing with his his dad's death and um I remember at my bachelorette party, I started to cry, and my uh, my best friend uh, like scratched my back a little bit. She's not super like emotive, but like she knew what was going on without even looking at my face. Yeah, and it was so sweet. And see, once again, all these like memories of specific things like that come up with Lion King for me. Yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah, it's a it's a cool cool thing and a very interesting uh experience to to resonate so much and have this like connection with a movie even before i had that personal relatable experience with the movie uh i had all the little action figures all these little figurines on my shelf of like uh, of simba and like i would play the story out it was Lion King is just the best. <laughs> <laughs> I remember having the soundtrack and the the music inspired by the movie. Mm-hmm. I had and, that too. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then the the video game, mm-hmm. of course, of course. What did that you play was, the video game on? Uh, I had that one on. I had that one on Sega Genesis. I had Aladdin on Super Nintendo. It's funny. I had Lion King on Game Gear, so that was my that was a portable game for me. <laughs> I don't know how mm-hmm. different it was from the Genesis version. I, I don't think I ever played any other version of it. I think they're pretty similar. It's very basic controls, and I, most of the games then didn't really have too much difference between consoles. I remember it looking pretty good, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I also had a a Tiger electronic game. Of Lion King. <laughs> it was very similar to, to the video game where you had to, like it was platforming, so it was moving, so you had to jump uh, on the different rocks and then like avoid hyenas. And then at the end you had to battle, I guess it was Scar. I th- I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> Those games weren't very long, you know? They had like one level or two levels. Mm-hmm. Man, I haven't even seen a Tiger game in a long time. But yeah, yeah. Like uh, in my own way, I also had you know as much Lion King stuff as I as I could. 
I have The Lion King on VHS still. I have it on DVD. I have it on Hmm. Blu-ray. I'm going to have it on Disney+. Plus. Of course. (laughs) Of course. I I remember, like, one of my first dates with my now wife, uh, we popped on The Lion King and sang the whole movie together and we knew it was we knew it was real then (laughs) (laughs) being goofy and singing the songs and dancing and yeah yeah i've sung lion king at karaoke see see yeah yeah yeah, that's that's public that's public Uh, no it's like it's those karaoke rooms the small ones yeah but still you weren't in there by yourself right I, I was not. I was not. <laughs> that would be that would be kind of sad. Yes. Spend that yeah. much money on a on a private karaoke room for just yourself. Just to sing the Lion King. I know. It's a, yeah, yeah. Well, I look forward to one day karaokeing Lion King with, with you and your wife. <laughs> we'll be playing Destiny and just put the soundtrack on. We could That'll do that, great. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man, yeah, man, the nineties. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so for me, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't have those type of experiences surrounding my experience of the Lion King. It was just the one that I enjoyed the most. It's the one with the music that I enjoyed the most. Mm-hmm. It was, I don't know. I guess it's different from anything, uh, anything I'd seen, you know, or, or other Disney movies. It was. I don't know. It's just the. I think it has a lot to do with the how different the music was too. Yeah. Like well, I Elton John. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. But like that opening song, like "Circle of Life," is just oh, yeah. so beautiful in that scene. Mm-hmm. And I remember every time I would buy a new like home theater system or a new TV, I would put that first scene on mm-hmm. because it just sounded so good. You know, you've got that. You know thump at the end when the when the title card comes up it's yeah chills it's just so good Mm -hmm. and again it's like like, it's a fun movie and like i don't really relate to to movies with um that that have loss or or loss of a parent or loss of anybody they're they're dealing with grief but like i could feel for simba you know that moment where he's like somebody yeah, anybody oh. that oh. that pulls like you see people be sad like they get yeah. sad at the at yeah. the loss and everything but just this like kid at trying to trying to get anyone to just yeah. help <laughs> yeah yeah and thinking about it, i think this is one of the first like revenge stories that that i like revenge in the in the sense that like Simba is outcast and then he comes back and is able to get his revenge on, on Scar. Even and though he's not like actively seeking. Yeah. 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 I think like, I'm just thinking about that now because one of my favorite stories is the Count of Monte Cristo. And it's that idea that this person was like treated so badly, but then they came, they took their time, went real slow and then, and then you know, took care of business. It's the same way. And I don't know, there's just all the characters are, are so much fun. The music, I don't know. It's like there isn't just one thing, but as a kid and then growing up and until, again, until just a few years ago, no Disney film had hit me that way until Moana. So mm-hmm. so when when Jungle Book came out, the first one, uh, well, the second one's not out yet, but when, when the, the, live, the action live action Jungle mm-hmm. Book by Jon Favreau came out, I kept thinking, 
man, if they can do this, they can make a Lion King. They can make <laughs> a Lion King. And finally, it was John Favreau <laughs> who did it. He made, again, not live action, completely CG, but very uh, live action looking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Realistic, hyper realistic. Yeah. <sighs> uh, yeah, it finally came oh, out. So, I found out what the first shot. The first oh. shot is the live action one. Really? Yes, with the huh. sun rising. Huh. Huh. Yeah. That makes sense. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, and that makes sense. That first scene in the first movie, in the original, is so dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They probably couldn't go. get the uh, sun to look that good. Mm-hmm. They were like, let's just use the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. That's really interesting. So, So what did you think of the 2019 version of The Lion King. I loved it. Uh, So, much like with Aladdin, I prefer the animated version. I'm sure I will watch it more often, but I would totally watch this one again. Like, it's it's updated. It's got different jokes. I loved the voice acting. If they had had to have someone other than James Earl Jones voice Mufasa, I think I would have hated it. (laughs) (laughs) Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't Can't do it. Uh, So I'm glad they got him to do it again. Um, That version of Can You Feel the Love Tonight was amazing. Um, I liked... Scar was a little... It was weird. He was different. I liked some of the the changes they made with the relationship between him and the hyenas. Um, I thought it was interesting and made it different enough. Um, Yeah, I thought I loved it. Still like the animated one better, but I would totally watch this one again and, and probably again and and again. (laughs) Maybe I'll, maybe I'll for every like two times I watched the animated one with my future kids <laughs> i'll watch the the live action one or something so so before i react to the to the live action now you said that the lion king like many of the disney movies from the 90s and perhaps more than well not just about as much as some of the other ones that movie continued right because there was mm-hmm. lion king one and a half there and was lion two, king two and the lion guard and the Lion Guard, which is a TV show mm-hmm. about Simba's son, Tyon is his name. No, uh, I think I didn't oh. watch the show. So, oh, I was so certain of his name. It's funny because now I'm gonna have to look it up. What is you have the computer in front of you, right? What is I, Simba's uh, yeah. son's name? Okay, okay, Simba's Ta- son's name. Tyon. What is it? It's not. It's not Tygon. It's. It's I'm gone. This is gonna be fun for you to edit. Kion. Kion. See? There we go. Kion. So like my niece's favorite scene from The Lion King is at the end when they present Kion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because to her, The Lion King isn't the ninety minute movie from the nineties, or it's two direct to DVD or direct to video sequels. It's the Lion Guard. You know, and she knows mm-hmm. Simba as Kion's dad. So, you know, it's a, and, and the Lion Guard, I believe it's still going on. Man, I didn't research at all for this episode, but, <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure it's still going on. So it's, it's very new and 
there's also the um, the mu- musical, the Broadway yeah, musical. Yeah, the, the Broadway musical, which the the musical on Broadway, which is the most amazing live action thing I've ever seen in my life. Like it is it is so incredible to look at. And the part with the stampede, seeing mm-hmm. that in the theater is mind-blowing like it doesn't make sense you're like how the hell did they do that no mm-hmm. like you can see because it's all very yeah. mechanical you know mm-hmm. like the but whole like thing- just thinking like how did you think of that like how did you transform this scene that is so important yeah. and yeah. so big and over the top into something that can be done on a stage and you see it and it's it's awe-inspiring it's incredible mm-hmm. it is that's got to be, without a doubt, the most expensive Set <laughs> prop <piece. laughs> thing in the in the show. But it is incredible. And I don't remember it very well. Like, I don't remember changes in the story and how it differs from, from the animated movie. I think it's, you know, for the most part, the beats are the same. It, yeah, for the most part. There are some differences there's yeah. more Rafiki Rafiki has a song yeah 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 but like yeah like but I don't remember any huge changes and that's kind of the way it is with the new live action not mm-hmm. live action version it's it's pretty much the same movie it follows exactly the same thing just the jokes are a little different things happen a little differently Nala takes you know more of a position at the end mm-hmm. uh, but overall it's it's very much the same movie. I enjoyed it a lot the first time. The second time, I fell asleep, but that's because I saw it really early in the morning. I felt <laughs> so stupid. I was like, oh, why'd I come see it this early? Um, but, and I don't know if it was because I felt like I was watching the same movie a second time or because I felt like I was watching the same movie a 150th time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or 150th time. Yeah. Because, like, it, it's... It looks so good that once you get over the shock of how good it looks, then it just like then you just accept it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I like I like a lot of the changes. There was one. There was one. I, I want to talk this one over with you because there's one change that I've gone back and forth about, and I'm not sure if I like. Okay. When I'm watching the movie, and Scar starts his speech, right, and it goes into "Be prepared," but he doesn't sing "Be prepared." Yeah. I was very excited because when I'm, I was watching it, I was thinking, oh, like, I hate Be Prepared. I hated mm-hmm. that part as a kid. And I'm so glad that they took it out and they just left, like, the core of the, the message. And, and then we kept going. And then afterward, I just kept hearing Be Prepared in my head. Mm-hmm. And, like, la, la, la. And, like, I was like, oh, no, wait a minute. That sounds really fun. Damn. No, I missed Be Prepared. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, I'm torn. How do, how do you feel about being prepared? I that scene was one of the ones where it it was a, far enough from the original that it kind of threw me off. I still enjoyed the movie, and I still thought the scene was important. Um, like I said, I liked some of the changes. They gave the hyenas more agency. Like they weren't just henchmen. Like yeah. Scar didn't come into this like already with a partnership with them and he had to build that and they i loved that they had the hyenas in a um matriarchal society yeah uh which is how it is in real life with hyenas so i love that they gave uh shenzi yeah 
yeah. more uh, yeah. more agency and like she was in charge and yeah. she was the boss and yeah. all the hy- other hyenas were scared of her not scar yeah um i liked that a lot um i missed i missed the silliness of the hyenas me too yeah there was some silliness with the two but obviously not the three <laughs> and we didn't get ed the one with the, the tongue sticking out yeah <laughs> I kept imagining what that would look like in mm-hmm. in uh, in the live action. But they went all in on Simone and Pumbaa. Completely, all right? In. 100%. All in. I love the change because they weren't going to dress him up in um, dress him in drag and do the hula, right? No, but, but this was I even loved better. The, I loved it. I loved this it. This was amazing. We are... It's <laughs> great. But the moment it starts, you're like, no. They're not going to no. go through the hole. And then they just start running. <laughs> no, it is so good. Those jokes, like that I think is, which I I never thought, I I honestly, and, I'm, and I, I still can't believe I feel this way. But I, I, I think I like this to Mon and Pumbaa better than the animated version. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, and I, I, like, how can I like this part of this movie better than maybe my favorite part or like my favorite characters of the original. I don't know, but there's something about just like the, the, the fourth wall, the, the acknowledgement, the the, the, the making, the the making fun of the, the previous Lion King. Yeah. 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 It's self-referential. You know, it's like, cause he straight up said he farted. Yep. It's like, you're not going to stop me. Nope. <laughs> it's so good. The part where he's like, oh, it's local. Yeah, it's right here. That's Mame. <laughs> that whole scene <laughs> thing had me cracking up. It was, mm-hmm. oh, it was so good. It was so good. Oh, man, I love the is... addition of the other characters to the, the jungle scenes. Uh, yes. And, yes. And building a community of Hakuna Matata. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. No, there's, there's just so much. It's so good. It is so good. It really, it really was super challenging for for them to have to. Like, what do you do? Like, do you recreate it exactly? Do you change things? They did it just enough to keep people that had seen the previous movie engaged. Yeah, uh, and like, and and able to like leave it. Oh, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same. Oh, this is gonna get them laughing. This is the same. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same. Here's this poignant moment, like that's different. Yeah, yeah. There's almost like there's a mix of the two that I wish I could I could make, like pull from both and then make my super Lion King movie. <laughs> <laughs> like in, um, I just can't wait to be king. Mm-hmm. That part in the animated version is so much more yeah. epic, mm-hmm. right? Because it's all imagined and colorful, and well, like like the animals are stacking one on top of each other, right? Right. And like and it's super colorful. Yeah, it's like and it's, then they fall on top of Zazu, and <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> but it's like I get that that's almost impossible to pull off if mm-hmm. you want it to be look realistic. Yeah, but then it felt it didn't feel a little like, underwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's just. That's a little, a little bit. Right so there. right now, so far, the songs are a little underwhelming to you. You missed your "Be Prepared." I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted on "Be Prepared." <laughs> yeah, I think, I yeah. think I missed "Be Prepared." 
The song, but, not the whole scene, but just the song. Well, like I can imagine them making Be Prepared mm-hmm. and then the characters, like the hyenas being completely out of character in that number because yeah. they're not like, they're just too different. Like, I don't think the whole scene would have worked. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He could have had like lion minions too, you know? Mm-hmm. I always thought that that was kind of. I love in the Lion Guard that it presents this idea that there's this group of lions who who guard, you know, Pride Rock and mm-hmm. and and the surrounding lands, and they go on patrol and they do all this stuff. And then in the movies, you never see any other lions. I mean, in in reality, Scar probably wouldn't have been in that Pride any longer. Uh, male lions don't like each other, <laughs> even when they're siblings, and as they grow, um, if one is starting they get territorial uh especially over the females uh yeah so scar pro in real life scar probably would not have been there and he would have gone off and started his own pride but nobody went with him but nobody went with him yeah maybe maybe <laughs> maybe that's why he decided i need some hyenas and i'm, gonna, a, I'm gonna take like he is getting territorial he's like Mufasa's taking over this place and Simba's going to take over this place. I am, I'm going to get my ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen enough of the Lion Guard to know how many other lions there are. Yeah. But it, it, it feels like there's a lot of lions. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm, what I'm complaining about right now. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed, like, oh, it is, it's just, it's just incredible to look at. Like, I cannot believe that this movie exists. And I can't mm-hmm. believe the way they made it either. Yeah, it looks beautiful. And they look so realistic. Even with even with their mouths moving to talk. Um, I like that. I saw some complaints online about how the footage before the movie came out looked weird and like Uncanny Valley kind of weird. And I'm like, it looks good to me. I liked it. Yeah, I didn't get that complaint. The only complaint that I'm going to go ahead and agree with that I've seen online. <laughs> okay. But I think I think it's a funny complaint. Is that, uh, can you feel the love tonight? Mm-hmm. Happens during the day. Yeah. Completely yeah. during the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the first time, I really didn't think about it. And then the second time, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Because <laughs> in, in the animated one, I mean, it kind of, it starts during the day, but it's going into dusk and like evening, right? Yeah. 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 But yeah. it's tonight. <laughs> yeah. It's tonight. So why is it during the day? Yeah. But, but, uh, oh. Donald Glover and Beyonce. Yeah. Amazing. I, I think the kids were even more amazing. Yeah, yeah. But like in that version of uh Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Yeah, was... no, no, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Oh, it was good. Yeah, like I can't I can't really complain, you know? Like I can compare. I'm not I'd have to watch it. So I've watched it twice. I fell asleep like a little bit the second time. Again, not because of the movie, really. I don't think it was because of the movie. I think it was more because of, of how early of I went to see it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wanted to see it at the best theater possible. And I just happened to be traveling at the time. And there was a Dolby Theater nearby. Oh, one of those, like, those, like, Dolby Deluxe ones? Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, Dolby, like, it's a... 
I think that's what it's called. It's like a Dolby theater. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. like, you know, super high resolution, high contrast ratio, Dolby Atmos, the whole thing, and like premium seating. It was supposed to, like, I looked around, it was supposedly the best possible way to watch the movie. And mm-hmm. because it was opening weekend, there was there weren't many options. So the best ticket, I like the best seat I could find was like at a nine thirty showing in the morning. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't function at nine thirty. So, I barely function at nine thirty. Yeah, no, I I don't. I don't usually wake up by then. So it was very, <laughs> it was it was hard. It was it was, it was hard. But um, yeah, and so before we wrap up, uh, I definitely want to touch on. Uh, we've touched on some of them, but definitely the the relatable themes in The Lion King, which I think is a big part of why the movie, like so many people love the movie. Mm-hmm. Like just to start, I, I mean, we, we talked about the loss of a parent, right? Like if you've lost right. a parent, there that's definitely something like you've lost a parent. You, I mean, I imagine that scene hits you every time. Every every time, and less so the loss of Mufasa, and more so Simba's reaction to it. And I think, oh, okay, I think yeah. when I was a kid, the first time I saw it, it might have been the other way around. But now, like watching huh. Mufasa fall, doesn't make me cry. The music building up and everything will will start to. I'll be like, oh no, I know what's coming because I know the entire instrumental thing by heart, so I know the whole movie m- musically, but once the dust settles and Simba sees him and Simba's like, somebody help dad, dad. And when he like nuzzles up with him, that gets me every time. Yeah. And I think that's because I see myself in Simba in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why it's so easy to hate Scar immediately afterwards. Exactly. Look at what you did. It's your fault. Mm -hmm. Which kids will on their own blame themselves. Exactly. That guilt when they had is, nothing to do with it. <laughs> yep. That guilt is super relatable. You'll just Simba could have been with- on the field hunting bugs or whatever, like pouncing on bugs, and his dad fell in the gorge and he would have felt like it was his fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What could I have done differently? Mm-hmm. You know, something that I could have done will will weigh on you. And then just to have an adult say that, and tell you, get out of here. It's it's your fault. I wouldn't mm-hmm. show my face here again. And yeah. then to live with that for... Now, I don't know in uh, lion years <laughs> how much time passes. I would guess that if we're looking at it, he's probably like... When he comes back, like 20-ish maybe. As, in, as far as human, exactly, human time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's not a teenager anymore. He's a He's an adult. But he's not like... A grown ass adult, right? No, he's, he's not a grown yeah. ass adult. Yeah. But he has to become one because he's gotta be yeah. king. Yeah. And and that's that's where we relate to to it, right? Where this idea of like this thing happened to you as a child and then you are coming back and and facing it as an adult, like living all those years with that guilt and then And having to, to live up to your your parents' legacy mm-hmm. and and your your parents' expectations. Or not even mm-hmm. just your parents, because I don't think Mufasa put a lot of like he did put heavy expectations on Simba, but kind of like reasonable pressure and saying like, "Yeah, Simba, I've had to go through these things. I had to live up to my parents. I had to do these things, and I think you're gonna be good at it." Like, not like, "What the hell are you doing, Simba? You're you're slacking off in the woods." Like, 
it was <laughs> yeah well like the pressure that's put on him is that one day you're gonna be king mm-hmm. you know and like if you want to be a good king this is this is what you need to do yeah and yeah. and that that is a lot of pressure i think this is where as an adult finally the lion king like I think this is why Moana took mm-hmm. over for me. Like it became because in Moana those same expectations are put on her. Yeah. But she she rejects them. Mhm. Whereas And makes makes her own framework, right? Exactly. She's like we're going to go be voyagers now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And at least that's more relatable to me. Um and and I think it's a, it's more relatable in general, but still that pressure of feeling like oh, this is what I have to do. The Lion King doesn't give that's not true i think i think the the way the movie uh deals with it is is that he rejected what he had to do because of his guilt and so he didn't mm-hmm. and went and did something else but then when he was confronted with that same thing again he was like <sighs> he felt like he couldn't do it because of the guilt and, yeah. and that he already he couldn't be a good king because he already wasn't a good king he he feels like he killed his dad yeah. And then he has to live up to the fact that his dad is gone. It's his fault, but then he he feels like his dad abandoned him. Uh and then Rafiki does the whole like he's in you thing, which is a whole other thing, like knowing that the good qualities of your of your lost loved ones, your parents are in you. Mm-hmm. Um and being able to to like actualize that and, and realize that you don't have to be the same person. You can be your own person, yeah. but also do what you have to do. Yeah. I guess, I guess the story always establishes that he wants to be King, right? Like I just can't wait to be King. Right. And so, then it's not what he thinks it's going to be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and in, in between, well then finally, Thanks to Scar, uh, in every version, being mm-hmm. uh, an arrogant asshole, <laughs> yes. he tells him that I killed Mufasa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then um, you get the action at the end, and, and it all plays out, and, and it works out. And um, I still hear the animated version, not the live-action version in my head. Here's my little secret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Jeremy Irons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in between all of that, right? Like when when Simba is is off, you know, with Timon and Pumbaa, we have Hakuna Matata, mm-hmm. which is like such a like that's pop culture at this point. Yeah, you know? people say that. Just yeah. yeah, that's like part of the vernacular. Like yeah, yeah. I just saw it on a like a new show yesterday. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a reference that comes up often. And I don't know, as a as a kid, I love that. And I think that over the years, I would go back and I would think back to that song in different moments of my life. And I don't know that the song is that deep. I don't know that the it's message not, is that it's deep. It's not that deep. <laughs> I think that in some ways you could take it as a very unhealthy thing. Like, Hakuna Matata, no worries. Don't worry about anything uh forget life like the world doesn't go on in the background behind you but you get that message in the in the movie that while he's hakuna mataing his family is like suffering yeah 
his family and everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> his whole yeah. kingdom. Yeah. But I do like the the idea of like, at least temporarily, Hakuna Matata. There's nothing you can do about it. Like, and well, they a, say that a, like there's no the bad things happen and you can't do anything about it. Well, so and that's a good, that's a good philosophical argument that they have, right? Right. In both versions of the movie, he's like, "Really? Like, can I do anything about it?" It's like, "Nope." <laughs> yeah. Well, you can, and maybe that's the lesson, right? But I think maybe maybe I got the wrong lesson as a kid and throughout my adult life <laughs> for the song, <laughs> where I would think back to just the message, right? Of like, no worries. But I always saw it as like a like an optimistic perspective. You know, like, okay, things are not good, but I'm not going to worry about it because worrying about it is not actually helpful, which is mm-hmm. part of the message, right? And and worrying about it, worrying about something doesn't help. Doing something about it does. Yeah. Uh, not worrying about it and not doing about uh, anything about it is not helpful. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're not going to get very far. So again, conversation starter. I haven't had a, this, this kind of conversation about, uh, Lion King ever, I don't think. <laughs> I don't know if I've had a conversation like this about Lion King ever. I, you and I have done like a little bit of talking about Lion King, but not like this. No, no, like like I'm honestly having trouble picking apart Akuna Matata <laughs> mm-hmm. for the first time in my life because it was my favorite movie and like don't you dare touch Akuna Matata. But you're absolutely right. Like there's there's, there are multiple meanings uh, in, in multiple perspectives, and right, it's like that's not good advice at all. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like worrying isn't isn't helpful anyway. Isn't helpful either. So, but then in the movie, you get when he says Hakuna Matata to Nala, she's like, "What? Our people are like starving." Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. and you get that like. Oh, okay. I need to do something, it's and like, it is. You're a, good. It is, We're not yeah. good. It's a good message that, like, if you if really, if you can't do anything about it, don't worry. And I think that he is better off having had that, like, laissez-faire lifestyle, like, and then now he comes back to being king. I think he's probably kind of laid back, and hopefully, a lot like his dad. Because <laughs> his dad was a good king, he he ruled over the people, but he had a good heart and yeah. wanted to do the best for his people, and yeah. he understood the circle of life. <laughs> which is another complicated thing, which I don't think we're, I'm going to get into because <laughs> let's not open that can of worms. People can discuss that on the forums or the yeah. Discord. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to get into it. Uh yeah, man. Okay, so Lion King, still super relevant. Still the best movie. I know you don't think so, but so so not not that it's not the best. I think I still think that the original. And to be honest, it's been a few years since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I was gonna buy it again and watch it before the the new version came out. But Disney Plus is right around the corner. I know we keep saying we're going to be able week. to do so much research for this podcast once that comes out. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that soon. Because there uh, are some Disney things that I still don't have yeah. in my physical collection. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. Um, wow, you can watch Lion Guard. <laughs> I know. Um, 
so much, so much uh, to, I don't know. I think, I think the Lion King is not, I think it's overall simple. It still has all of these relatable moment moments and characters. Mm-hmm. And it's still very, the music is still amazing. I don't know. I think I'm, it's going to be interesting when I finally settle on which version I like more. It's going to be really, really interesting because, because you're going to have to watch them like back to back and and back and to Disney back. plus will let you do that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily sponsored by, well, not sponsored by <laughs> Disney plus just to be clear. Uh, We're just excited about it. Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I think it has to do with how old, how old we are too. Like how different I, I view the movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But again, lots to talk about. Uh, like it's, it's a brand new movie. It is another Disney property this year to pass $1 billion. So it's huge. Mm-hmm. Lots of people saw it. I think, I think it's really um, great that we got to, to have kind of a deep conversation. I think we could go a lot deeper into some of the other areas, mm-hmm. but I, but like your story, the, the way you relate to that movie is so important. I think for people to understand that it like it's it doesn't resonate with me the same way it resonates with you, and that's that's really what we're here to talk about, which is that these movies can touch us in so many different ways, and they can make us think about things, just question things, mm-hmm. see ourselves in the story, feel different things, and there are many reasons for that. But I think it's it's important to yeah. have those conversations. And I think that um, for anyone listening, that like is worried about like it wrecking a kid who has lost a parent. I want to be clear as an adult who is someone who thinks about what happened with my mom and, and the Lion King and stuff like that a lot. Um, yeah, sometimes as an adult, it'll emotionally wreck me, but watching it as a kid, I think it was really helpful um, to be able to see that experience and, and then be able to talk to somebody after hmm. uh, and be able to go to my dad and get a hug yeah that kind of thing yeah i mean so many so many of these stories what what we say is like they're able to like we see ourselves in them and sometimes it's so hard to explain how we feel Mm -hmm. but we know it when we see it and it's so easy to go ahead and say like i'm feeling like simba at that moment you know and Mm -hmm. if you know the movie you know i know what you're saying you know if you say that to me yeah thank you lion king Mm-hmm. All right, so that does it for this episode of The Happiest Pot on Earth. On the next episode, we will hopefully talk about everything that's... That nah, doesn't matter. I'll change that. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> All right. So that does it for this episode of The Happiest Pod on Earth. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have any comments or questions about the stuff that we've talked about, be sure to check out the Geek Therapy forums at forum.geektherapy.com where we will post uh, this episode and every episode on the Geek Therapy Network. Go there and say hello. We'd love to talk to you about this. <laughs> and let us know what other Disney properties we should we should talk about. Uh, we've got a lot of ideas lined up. We're still warming up this show. It's still mm-hmm. not on a steady schedule. We're warming up. We're getting there. Uh, but it's it's. Uh, I'm so glad that we have the space to to talk. And I hope uh, that if you found us, you will join in the conversation. All right. Uh, for more episodes of the Happiest Pod on Earth, check out happy.geektherapy.com. Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll talk soon.